Uh, they're probably going to be disappointed when they find out the prize is an old HubSpot mug and T-shirt, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. My old sweaty bulk. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Welcome back, podcast listener, to episode 16 of the Active Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Barry Moore. In this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about paid traffic and uh, who better to do that with than Justin Brook. Justin Brook uh, runs paid traffic for some of the biggest guys on the internet, and he also recently just cut across over to Active Campaign as his tool of choice from HubSpot. He had a bit of a um, a blog post on his site a while back about why he did that and and uh, how much he loves Active Campaign. So I thought we might get him on the show to talk about a few things. One, his move to Active Campaign, some of the things he likes, some of the some of the sequences he's using in his business, as well as a little bit on what's working now with paid traffic. So all the best sales funnels uh, and all the best marketing automation in the world won't help you if you don't get any traffic into the top of that funnel. So we're going to chat about a few things with Justin today, but before we get into that interview, I just wanted to let everybody know that we've got a lot of questions, a lot of feedback from listeners about um, tagging. So tagging is the real power of any of the, any of the marketing automation platforms and being able to uh, segment and customize your messages. And for the most part, that's done with tagging. So you tag your customers with a specific topic or a specific action you want to perform, and the system does the rest. Um, but there's not a lot of information around about tagging, so we put together a, a ninja guide to tagging, uh, free to download at the site. So if you want to head over to theactivemarketer.com forward slash tagging guide, you'll be able to download that ninja guide to tagging for free. It contains some information about how we use tagging in our business and with our clients on our consulting projects and some examples of what tags you can use in your business. So really great resource for those of you just getting started with tagging. So head over to the site at theactivemarketer.com forward slash tagging guide to download your free copy. But now let's get into this week's episode with Justin Brook. All right, I've got Justin Brook on the line, the Traffic Guy Millionaires recommend. I love that tagline. How are you doing, Justin? Doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure, brother. My pleasure. Um, we are big fans of Active Campaign here at the Active Marketer, obviously. And um, I noticed not, well, maybe not so recently, but uh, not too long ago, a, a big post on your blog, because uh, I follow you for all the good traffic strategies, but um, a big post on your blog on how you moved away from HubSpot to Active Campaign. So I thought I might get you on the show to talk about a little bit about Active Campaign, how you're using it in your business and and what's working um, funnel-wise and what's working driving traffic to uh, to websites. How's that sound? That sounds good. Perfect. So um, what what really kind of uh, prompted the move to Active Campaign? I love HubSpot. Um, HubSpot still has, you know, a spot in my heart. I still got HubSpot mugs and hats and <laughs> shirts. I mean, 
you know, I mean, I was a stockholder. I was a, a, v, a VIP. I was a partner. I'm certified uh, HubSpot owner for two years. Got several people on the platform. I mean, I was as deep as they get. And then I moved up to the enterprise version because I was like, man, you know, I want to go all in. There was like one last thing that I hadn't done in the HubSpot world. And I was like, you know, it's done so well for me. Let me go up to the enterprise version. I was paying $800 a month prior and the enterprise version was $2,400 a month. And it gave me access to some, you know, split testing, split testing emails, you know, some really advanced functionality, event tracking and, and it was great stuff, but I just never got around to using it after like three months of paying $2,400 a month. And I was like, you know, that's as much as I love it, as much value as I see in here, I just can't keep paying for that if I'm not going to use it. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, nobody ever said anything at all about that I wouldn't be able to go back down to my original plan. There was, I even checked the paperwork that I signed. There was nothing in there that said I couldn't go back down or there was any fees or anything like that. But soon as I tried, uh, and, and I knew immediately when I mentioned it to my partner, VAR, you know, sponsor or something like that. I forget. They got some weird names for things. But anyways, to wrap up the the drama, long story short, as soon as I tried to go back down, they put me through this like 1990s AOL force you to stay on kind of sales process, which is so far away from the whole HubSpot mojo and like everything they're about with inbound, inbound marketing it just kind of broke my heart a little bit, you know, being so much in love with the company. And I know this is emotional and whatever, but it's just, you know, kind of on principle, the, you know, and the girl kind of lied to me about pricing that I was going to have to pay. And so I was just like, well, you know, uh, you know, the way my business was going anyways, I was building a big agency with lots of clients and lots of employees. We had switched to kind of being more of a boutique agency with a few clients with bigger budgets. And, you know, that's how we, raise our revenue is by earning more budget. So I just didn't need the tool anymore. So I just told him, you know, enough of these shenanigans. I really don't even need the tool anymore. I'm just going to switch and active campaign pretty much gave me all the same functionality other than having a landing page generator and social listening, but all the other automation and, deliverability and all that good stuff that we love about active campaign was still there. So it was the natural fit and it was about a third of the price. So you didn't uh, have a HubSpot you know. tattoo, did you? I didn't. You're <laughs> right. There was one more thing that I didn't have. I was Thank just, goodness. I was just picturing, you know, you burning it off sons of anarchy style, you know, when they kick you out of the club. <laughs> yeah. So it must've been but, like trying to cancel an American express card. Was it? It was. It was horrible. I mean, she just, and she was so bad at that job. Uh, You know, I I have a lot of sales training before this whole internet stuff. I come from a telemarketing background and she was just really, really bad at trying to get me to remember my why of signing up. (laughs) It was was an awful hour. Uh, Awesome. So how did you find the move to active campaign? Was it um, fairly painless to migrate all that stuff across? 
you know, the pain was all in the disconnect of HubSpot because it's such an all-inclusive tool. I mean, mm. my landing pages were built on it. My website was built on it. My email, everything. I mean, it ran my whole business. It's more of a business operating system than it is a software. So it was a lot to get everything off of that, rebuild my site, reset up all of my autoresponder campaigns, but active campaign, the actual act of using active campaign was very easy. That part was easy. It was the disconnect from HubSpot that was the hard part. Yeah, I often wonder and I often hear that objection and I often wonder about, you know, you know, active campaigns missing a couple of things that some of the other platforms have, like, you know, like you said, the landing pages and, and maybe payment pages and that kind of stuff. But I often wonder if that's not a good thing. You know, they they're good at what they do and they're really, really good at what they do. Um and they don't try and do everything. So I think that might actually be a benefit sometimes. Um, you know what I mean? I, uh, yeah. And they do have the ability, if you want to get into it with Active Campaign, you can put code on your landing pages so that it tracks everything and you can do event based things. So if you really want to get deep into it, it can kind of do that stuff for you. But I do like, you know, I much prefer when a tool says, this is what we are, this is what we're great at, and they don't try to just play a Me Too game because they'll end up dropping the ball. Yeah, so I'm, yeah exactly. So I'm just kind of curious, what, did you, what, what other systems did you plug in to kind of plug the holes for what you were using HubSpot? You know, like you mentioned, the social listening and the social media management, that kind of stuff. What so you- prior, to Hubs- prior to HubSpot, I was using Unbounce for my landing pages. So yeah. I just started using that for my landing pages again. I love Unbounce. Um, and then for low social listening, I use Hootsuite, which again, you know, I was, I was using all these things prior, but I like had to piece them all together. And before active campaign, before HubSpot, I had Aweber. So I had to use Aweber plus AW pro tools, plus Hootsuite, plus Unbounce, plus WordPress, plus Google Analytics. It was like all this stuff. It was, you know, I, I literally, I, I wrote like a blog post on the Franken funnel. Yeah. And that's what most people have. With Active Campaign, though, I'm able to uh, really limit how many things. So I have Hootsuite, I have Unbounce, you know, WordPress on my website, and I have Active Campaign. Yeah. Right. Uh, the majority of what I do takes place in Unbounce and Active Campaign. Okay, cool, cool. I was just re-listening to some of your podcasts about, um, you know, the growth hacking and how it applies. And what do you think some of the kind of more important sequences that people can put into their business um, straight away are? Yeah. So my favorite one is I kind of gamif- gamify my the engagement of my subscribers. So I've got uh, I set up the lead scoring in Active Campaign so that. If they open an email, they get one point. If they click a link, they get two points. And uh, so then if they reach, I think it's 25 points. If they reach 25 points, they get an email from me. Uh, they're at, they're actually added to another list once they reach that point. And then they get an email from me telling them like, hey, you know, I've been I've been watching I, I tell, because my, my group is marketers. It's very easy for me to be very open about what I'm like, Hey, I'm using this thing called lead scoring and you scored over 25 points. And because you've did that, I've added you to a VIP list and you get this free bonus. Where do you see what you get at a hundred points? Yeah. Now, cool. if very I, cool. 
Yeah, yeah. So that helps them. It helps me actually because then they're like, oh, well, I want to open and click more links so that I can figure out what I get when I reach a hundred points. Um, and it just, the engagement goes way up. But if I went in the marketing space, I don't know if I'd be so vocal about what I'm doing. I would just happen to say like, Hey, you know, I happen to notice you open a lot of my emails and click links. I put you on the VIP list. That means you get this, these special things. I'd just be very nonchalant about it. Yeah. Otherwise it would be very spooky. Yeah, I think uh, I think if your target audience is marketers, they they appreciate you knowing what tricks you're using so that they can use it themselves. But if they're if they're uh, more of a layman, they probably think it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be like, "Well, what else are you watching?" Yeah, exactly right. Um, th- they're probably going to be disappointed when they find out the prize is an old HubSpot mug and T-shirt, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. My old sweaty bulk. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, the lead scoring thing is is pretty cool. Um, any other kind of features you found in there that you've just gone, hey, wow, this is really cool. You know, I I love the the whole way that they build the automations and how you can list segment and they make it very easy for you to send out an email to anybody who didn't open a campaign. That's that's very. I love how easy they make that because in other times I used to have to go and. Okay, well, these are all the people who didn't open that one. So I'd have to run a report to find them, and then I'd have to add them to a new list, and then I'd have to go duplicate that email where Active Campaign, you can pretty much just click a button and it duplicates it and sends out to those people who didn't open your campaign. So, yeah, have you had a look at the new uh, the beta of the automation builder? I, I just got a. Yeah, I was kind of complaining. The one, the only complaint I have about Active Campaign is that their email editor was very clunky, and so I kind of complained a little bit about t- on Twitter in a playful way. I didn't, you know, <laughs> go Twitter terrorist on them. Uh, I just was like, you know, I love, I love it. You know, only thing I wish it was a better email thing. And the owner actually reached out to me and said uh, he'll put me on the beta. I haven't logged in yet because this literally just happened like two days ago. Uh, so I'm on the beta. I just haven't logged in and seen. Yeah, it. no, they've got a new the new email designer beta is really cool. It's probably gonna it's it's been around for maybe a month already, so it's probably gonna drop pretty soon. But they've also got uh, a new automation builder, uh, which takes away even some of the. Yeah, I think the automation builder in Active Campaign is great, and it's really easy and really intuitive on, to build automations. But some of the stuff they've got in the new one is that you can kind of have go-to actions. So, you know, if you have a branch that says, hey, if they've opened this or if they've done that or if they have this tag, if yes, then do all these things. If no, then do all these things. Um, but you can rejoin the main branch, if you know what I mean. Like, so if, if there's a couple of no conditions there and you've satisfied those, oh, hey, do they have this tag? No, okay, we'll add this one and then send them back to the main branch, which is pretty cool. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, you can pretty much do anything you're imagining. I find the hardest thing is just thinking of what it is that you want to do. Yeah, that's really good. And yeah. once, you've, once you've thought about what you want to do, the goal you want to have, it will do just about anything you can think of. Yeah, very cool. And the other only other complaint I kind of have is, the, is their form builder is pretty naff as well. But um, yeah. they've got that's, – that's their next task after the, uh, the email beta rolls out is going to be how you can build better forms. But – 
Yeah, very well, close. What time. I've been actually been doing to get around that is I use jotform.com with Zapier. Yep. And so Jotform and Zapier connects Jotform to Active Campaign, and Jotform has really sexy forms. So that's been my way of getting around it. Yeah, and I've been using. Uh, I don't know if you've been playing around with Thrive Leads at all from Say Mala. Oh, I, I love Thrive Feeds. How cool is that? <laughs> so oh. cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, easy to just copy and paste the code across, and boom, you're in business. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yep. Yep. Fantastic way to get opt-ins. Um, so, what other uh, aside from that VIP sequence, you got any other cool sequences in your business that you're using? Yeah, you know, I've got a seven-day sequence that I do, which is. Um, it's more of just regular email writing. It's not any of the cool automations, but it works really effectively. I've used it in multiple businesses in my own consulting. I've helped clients implement it and it just works. Uh, it's a great uh, beginning sequence for getting like a stranger. Cause I do a lot of paid traffic. So I, I get a lot of cold leads who, you know, maybe have not read my blog yet and so it's a great sequence for warming that person up and getting them to want to buy and how it goes. Uh, and, and there's a whole, like, I have a YouTube video that explains this in detail, but the short version is email number one is, hey, here's all, you know, look at all these things I'm going to give you in the next seven days. It's like, thanks for subscribing. Uh, and then it's basically a table of contents, you know, Today you're getting this, tomorrow you're getting this, you know, that day you're getting this. And it tells them, you know, you're going to get all these things. By the way, if you want to make sure you get all these things, you should probably whitelist me. Otherwise you may, you know, I may show up in your junk folder. Um, you know, here's the thing that I promised. And also, by the way, the service I provide is this. Very light. You know, I don't really do any kind of pitching. It's more about here's the things you're going to get over the next seven days, which makes them anticipate the whole sequence. Yeah. And so my engagement in that seven days is through the roof. And are you just, now, are you repurposing the stuff you've mostly already had on the blog to begin with? Yeah. I'm yeah. using a lot of things that I already have. Um, and so day two is I'm telling them my story. You know, how did I become this person that you want to follow? For me, it's a paid traffic guy. For somebody else, it may be a weight loss coach or a life coach or whatever it is you do. How did I get to here? Which helps them understand why they should trust me as an expert. Yep, sure. And you know, so me, my story that I tell them is how I started with sixty dollars uh, with a pathetic two dollar a day <laughs> AdWords account and doubled my money for eleven months in a row and turned it into a six figure business. You know, so that's a story that they're like, wow, this guy must really know something about paid traffic. That's a cr crazy story. So tell them a story. They get to really know you, know where you where you come from. Day three, you tell them what you stand against. It's, it's very easy to tell somebody what you stand for. You know, I stand for paid traffic. I stand for honesty, yada, yada. Well, what do you stand against? You know, what do you dislike? And coming up with that common, common enemy really helps you build that us versus them bond with your list. Really helps them say like, you know what? Yeah, I'm on this guy's team. I hate that stuff too. Yep, cool. uh, and it doesn't have to be a person. It could be a thing. It could be a rock. It could be an ideal, whatever. Ideally, it shouldn't be a person or another business. That's just low blows. Yeah. Okay. So four, five, and six is content. 
but specific content. Because I, what I'm trying to do is over the seven days, I'm trying to keep their mind focused on me. So I'm not just giving them content for content's sake. I'm keeping their, I'm teaching them the way that I think about paid traffic. And again, you know, my topic is paid traffic, be weight loss or whatever it is. Um, so I'm keeping their mind, you know, here's how I do my metrics. Here's the networks I think that are best. Here's the, you know, the type of ads that I think work best. You know, it's very strategic. I'm demonstrating my expertise of this topic area through content. And at the bottom of each email, it says, by the way, if you like my content, I happen to offer this as a service. You can get more information about that here. Yeah. Soft pitch, letting them know that it's available. If you like everything you've seen so far, you can learn more here. And I let the page do the selling, not the email. Yeah, for sure. Finally, day seven, I dropped the hammer. Free rides over, you know, and, and I don't like come out and say that I'm not brash and aggressive, but day seven is a full blown pitch. It's for me, it's the best traffic product I've ever seen. And I, I don't sell traffic products anymore, courses. So it's actually an affiliate link uh, of a course that I really love. Um, and so day seven, I tell them, you know, this is the best traffic course I've ever seen. Um, and I, yeah, I just tell them, you know, bullet points of everything that's so great. And I just spill my guts out of why this is the best course I've ever seen. And then day eight, I actually, there's actually a bonus day. Day eight is just testimonials. Like I know I said it was the greatest, but you know, look, here's what everybody, here's what other customers have said. And that's the sequence. Cool. Very cool. And so that that's just, that's just for cold traffic hitting your site. Uh, they're not, they haven't bought anything from you. They're just new people and, and you're introducing them to your business. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so speaking of introducing cold leads to your business, what seems to be working the best at the moment to get people into your funnel? I'm seeing you know, the best leads. There's a couple of bests. So, you know, this will be kind of like the Grammys where there's like best actor, <laughs> best <Yep>. TV. <laughs> um, so best quality of leads is Twitter, Twitter ads. All right. Cool. That is, uh, you know, it's more expensive, you know, on Twitter ads, I can be paying anywhere from 80 cents to as much as a dollar 80 per click. So the click cost is high. But the quality of leads that I get from there are like people who are ready to buy. You know, it's very uh, high quality people. Um, best conversions is YouTube ads. Yeah. Go from uh, you know my squeeze page on on Facebook and Twitter converts anywhere from thirty five percent to forty five percent depending on the day and the ad group and the ad fatigue and all that, but around in that range, 30 to 45%. When I use YouTube ads, it converts at 70% or higher. Wow. And I think that's just because, you know, on Twitter and Facebook, they see an ad and they click and they go over to the page. There's not a whole lot of engagement there. There's a headline. Oh, this kind of looks cool. Let me click on it. If I like it, eh, I do, or I don't. You know, that's why it's more of a 50-50 opt-in. Yeah. But with a YouTube ad, it's three minutes of me talking and teaching you something. And you're like, you know, 
this guy is kind of cool. And at the end of the ad, it says, hey, if you like this video, I've got an hour-long version that teaches you much more about this topic and this topic and that topic. And so it's like, wow, yeah, I did like this video. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to go get the rest of the course. Uh, so that works really, really well. So best conversions, YouTube ads. And then finally, uh, cheapest uh, with most volume, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I can get I can get 60 cent leads. I can get hundreds of 60 cent leads all day long from Facebook. And are they, are they converting well or just average? The average, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying they convert bad. You know, it's not like, uh, it's not horrible traffic. It's, it's cheaper traffic, uh, a little higher cost to acquire a customer, but it's not bad. You know, they, they still convert. Right. And, and but just looping back to the YouTube stuff for a moment. So are you running ads on your own videos or on like throughout the network? My own videos. Uh, what I do is I just, I've got a bunch of YouTube videos that I've made pure content and there's always a call to action at the end of the content. And so uh, I've seen a couple of them that got more traction. You know, they got more views, more comments, more likes than the other videos. So I felt like they earned the ability to have some dollars put behind them. Yeah. And I, I did and it worked. Okay. Cool. You know, I do the same thing with my blog post too. You know, the ones that, I mean, everybody kind of knows there's some blog posts that you write and they just fall flat. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was a big waste of my time. But then there's others that you're like, wow, I thought nobody would like that, but it got the most shares and comments. And, and so when, when that happens, I put some dollars behind it to kind of make it happen more. Yeah. For sure. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, um, so when people kind of start their paid traffic journey, so to speak, what are the big mistakes that you see people make? Biggest mistake is probably like three, actually. But I would say, you know, biggest mistake by far is that they they think that they're going to have positive ROI their first time. Yeah. I've been doing this eight years and very rarely does a campaign work out profitably the first time. Uh, You know, that's the home run. That's the man. I wish this would happen. The mythical dollar in two dollar out scenario. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's something that you work towards. That's not something that. And then what they do is they're like, well, you know, I'm kind of unsure about this. So I'm just going to put a little bit of money in and I'm only going to create one ad and I'm not going to do all the a lot of work. Well, you put you you dip your toe in, you get dip your toe in effort back. Yeah. Garbage in, garbage out. That period. And so what you've got to do is you've got to say, you know what, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to do what it takes to make this work because I can literally tell you and I can show you physical IRS, you know, audit proof uh, (laughs) data that one good campaign is worth millions of dollars to you. You Literally, everybody is, you know, one good ad campaign away from being a millionaire. And so it's really worth it to say, I'm going to make this work and you dedicate whatever you can. I'm not saying you got to put $500 a day in or $100 a day. I started with $2 a day. I don't advise anybody start that low because that's, I did, there was a little bit of luck involved with that. And I had an amazing education from my internship, but um, start with what you can and keep it going. Keep a consistent flow, watch what's happening 
build lots of ads, lots of ad sets, and learn from the spend. That's what I do with all my clients now is whenever I have a new client, I set up uh, you know five ad groups or in Facebook, they're called ad sets. So I'm testing five different market segments. And then I'm in each of those segments, I'm testing three different ads. And then usually we're testing two different landing pages. My goal with that first initial spend is to learn what works, right. not to make money. I'm spending money to find out the secret of what works. I'm going to the data store and I'm buying, you know, this is the, this is the stuff that doesn't work. This is the thing that does. And that information is so valuable. The fact that you can even possibly buy that information for $500 should make everybody so excited. For some reason it scares people. Um, but yeah, you spend that initial money to figure out, okay, this landing page with this ad in this segment that's the working combination. That's where my profit was. Turn everything else off. It's like horse betting. You you now have found the winning racehorse. So you're going to stop betting on all the others and put all the money on that winning racehorse. That's when you make money. That's the ROI. So has has anything, you know, in all that kind of split testing, if you want to call it that, um, have you found anything really surprising in that? Like, holy shit, I didn't think that was going to work, but it, it's just knocking it out of the park? You know, a couple of things. You don't make your ads look like ads. Don't try to sell your product in your ad. You know, an ad is not a – an ad is a great tool to sell a click. Yeah. It is not a great tool to sell a product. You know, um, unless you're going to be able to, you know, send out a whole sales letter through direct mail, you know, then an ad is worth, you know, is possible. Uh, but you know, when you're doing Facebook ads, Google ads, you have this little, you know, the person is probably scrolling through. You have a flash of interest. And you have this little square of pixels. That's all you got. Yeah. Uh, it's a miracle that you can even sell it, that you can even get them to click. Uh, and even still, a good ad is only getting like 3% of the people that are even looking at it. You know, So 97% of the people are ignoring it. So there is this little mini miracle that's happening. <laughs> so j- just sell the click. Don't try to sell the whole product. That's a big thing that people do wrong. Sell the click. Um, and don't make your ads look like ads. That's the biggest thing because you know? people subconsciously, their subconscious is so used to seeing ads all over the place that before they've even seen the ad, their their mind is telling them to ignore it. It's, it's like some voodoo magic stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I guess is why those Facebook news feed ads are so popular. You know, that it doesn't look like one. It's just can, can camouflaged in with all the other cat videos and nonsense <laughs> It's on there. Right, right. And, and, the, and the biggest giveaway that everybody's doing right now is they're adding the little call to action button, yeah. the little learn more or whatever. You know, a normal blog post doesn't have that. Yeah. So the moment you add that little button, you're thinking, oh, this is going to help me get more clicks. But to the consumer, that's the biggest telltale sign that that's an advertisement instead of a regular regular post yeah i've seen that actually and i have ignored many of those <laughs> as i'm scrolling yeah, through. yeah your brain will literally do it you know before you even know it's doing it. it's like breathing 
Very cool, very cool. All right, Justin, well, I don't want to take too much of your time tonight. I know it's late where you are, so uh, I just really want to thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate you taking your time out. And if uh, people want to find out more information about uh, paid traffic, where can they reach out to you? Yeah, they can come on my website at imscalable.com. That's the letter I, the letter M, the word scalable.com. I've got a bunch of articles there. People tend to really like my blog posts. All my YouTube videos are posted there as blog posts as well. You can find my Facebook and Twitter. I mean, everything's the, – the website is the hub, and you can find all the goodies there as well as get on my list. All right, and we'll certainly have all those links in the show notes there. So uh, once again, Justin, thanks for coming on the show. Great information there, and we'll, uh, we'll see you on the blog. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Lots of great information there from Justin. I really want to thank him for coming on the show. If you would like to find out how you can use these kind of tips and these kind of sequences in your business, we've set up a free call facility just for you. So if you go on to our website, theactivemarketer.com forward slash free call, you can book a 20-minute free session with me and we can talk about how you can employ marketing automation in your business. Or if you're using an older email marketing system like AWeber or MailChimp that just can't do this marketing automation stuff, we could talk about how you might be able to easily and quickly cut that across to ActiveCampaign. So no pressure, no hard sell, no anything. I just want to find out a little bit more about your business and provide you with some examples of how you can be using marketing automation in your business to get more customers and sell more stuff. So once again, that's theactivemarketer.com forward slash free call, all one word. In the meantime, I'd like you to go out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer Podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.